0: Welcome to the Land Your Bet Sports Betting Podcast. Back on the show here with Burr Oaks, 77, my guy. We're going through some NBA stuff here for Monday. Really happy to have him back as he was definitely the uh, the breadwinner for us last time a week ago when we made some picks, including a beautiful soccer play that came through for some nice plus money. I'll let him tell about that here in just a sec because I do have to unfortunately run through what happened on Friday, which was just awful. Uh, This is actually Saturday when we had uh, some picks that Nate and I made on Friday night. He's the only one who had a winner. Uh, He had Pajemski B pod there over 11 and a half points and everything else was a dud. Uh, And I I can go through some of the bad beats. Really. The only one was Kobe white. And the other one was Brooklyn and golden state with an end of the game free throw. I don't know who was watching that at the end of Saturday night, but it was unfortunate. Uh, Also got the the under there wrong for Atlanta Cleveland. You can read what's on the screen. I don't need to run through it again and feel bad. I will say we've got some pretty good looks for uh, a Monday that has nine games on the slate. On the season, we're still up 0.8 units, man. Uh, we were up roughly eight before uh, the last four days and things just did not go well. So we start anew. I still feel pretty confident about it. I'm, like I said, extremely happy to have you on, Oaks. I'm gonna let you take over for a sec. I'm gonna let you t- give us your best bet, but run through how you did last time when you were on here with us.
1: Yeah, I mean, I did okay. Um, you know, we uh, we missed on the Dame points. He just wasn't feeling it. He had like nine in the third quarter. Uh, I think he, you know, banged knees with somebody. Um, He ended up like only hitting two free throws there and got a lot of run in the fourth. So just wasn't his night game, I believe went to overtime and Vooch still hit his under on rebounds. And as you can see, we're going to go back to that. Well. Cause he's fucking soft. I don't know how, I don't know how to say this a nice way, but that big man is soft as shit. He was letting Kobe white get rebounds over him. Cause Mm -hmm. he just doesn't care. Um, and that's fine. Whatever. Uh, Butler was another tough loss in a tight Miami win. Um, so we didn't get him to hit his 25. He finished with 24. Exactly. But if you were listening, I did say I liked his three. He did take and hit his one three. I'm a very big fan of props that are low numbers like that. I like taking guys, hey, if you can do one thing once, I I like those props a lot. We got (laughs) our Kuzma under because he doesn't pass the ball and they got blown the hell out. And then, obviously, as Jeff mentioned, we got our Pulisic shot on target in Champions League. That thing's been a money printer for me all season. Continue to go back to Pulisic, even now that Liao's back in the lineup. He's going to keep uh, shooting, and he's clinical when he does it. So, he normally puts it on frame.
0: Yep. Keep bringing us winners, man. We don't care what freaking sport it is. I love soccer. I don't care if the people out here watching don't <laughs> love soccer. They like money. So, I think we keep bringing those for him, and we get to talk about an American. So, I'm with it. Here we're talking about a non American. Uh, God bless you, Vooch. But like you said, second uh, lowest free throw attempt rate, I think, for any center in the league. I know DeAndre Ayton has him beat because somehow he's even more baby poo than Nicholas <laughs> Bukovic. But let's go into uh, Nicola's under 10.5 boards in this game against the best, second best, one of the best centers in the league. I don't want to start that controversy right now.
1: Yeah, look, um, Vooch, he's getting a tough matchup here. I know he's had success against. Philly before but like this this we're getting plus money on a Vooch under when he's got a (laughs) bad matchup and as I've said he's soft so like I don't know why I wouldn't dip back into this market I know I talk a lot of Bulls stuff when I'm on here and I'm gonna keep talking a lot of Bulls stuff because that's the NBA team that I am a fan of and it sucks because like I watched their games and like I would really like to not sometimes but then like uh, nowhere you'll be like okay well this team's garbage and then they win five in a row and you're like wait what's going on and it's like "Ah, oh, man it's just we're stuck in basketball hell um territory. and look, the thing here with Vooch is like I, I'm fine if he goes off and has a crazy night for some reason and it, I'll enjoy watching the game but I just don't see it he's got a bad matchup he's soft in the paint he doesn't care about his stats, really, it, it seems like, especially when you're letting Kobe White out, jump you for rebounds that you're both standing there in the paint for. And you're like, no, it's fine. Kobe can have it, <laughs> which like is great for Kobe. It's great for his stat sheet. Um, yeah. and, and I do like the way Kobe's playing. I know he's been red hot lately. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, Vooch, like, I just, I want something better out of a big man. I don't want him hanging out around the perimeter trying to take threes, but that's what he's doing. And if that's what he's going to do, then I am going keep taking his unders, especially when they're plus money.
0: Yeah. You're taking an under rebounds in a game against the Philadelphia 76ers, right? For someone who's playing against Philly. Yeah. I'm with that. I've done that a couple times in a row in the last week when Philly was just playing their cupcake schedule of like Washington twice and the Pistons twice and the Hornets as well. Right? Like that was their week last week. And so, i faded beef stew rebounds. I faded uh, some some Kuzma rebounds. Like there was plenty of stuff to fade in there because it doesn't matter what position you are against this Philly team. Not easy to get boards. And it's certainly not if the person boxing you out because you're the opposing center is Vooch. Now I, I, I also know what you were saying at the beginning, which is Vooch has had a couple of like monster rebound games, but he's either had like, 19 rebounds against this team or he's had like seven right and so uh in a a choppy affair against philly who they're gonna have to like come down to earth majorly for there to even be 11 rebounds for Vooch. because right now the rebound chances are not there for the opposing team against philly which is like i said why i keep fading anybody to get their boards against this team because they're just making too many shots they're third in the league in true shooting percentage at this point they're getting the best shot selection because of the speed of Maxi and obviously Embiid who's playing like the MVP right now. So yeah, it, this is going to be a better team than they faced in the last week, but not a better rebounder necessarily than Embiid has kept off of the boards already. So let me keep it in this game here. I think we got three bets from this game because it's, I, I don't know, it's not easy to break down. It's easier, but I'm going to go with DeMar under five and a half assists. And this is something I was telling you about earlier. That's a little bit sketchy. be It's plus money once again, though, for an under, and it's a little bit sketchy because of Levine being out. The sketchiest part about this bet is if Alex Caruso is out. And if Caruso yeah. is in, I like this a lot more. If he's not, I don't. Not that Caruso is your, your typical point guard, but he does have a, a number of potential assists per game that he's taking from DeMar as the guard off of him. And, and DeMar is still sort of the small forward because if Kobe is in there, if, if um Caruso's in there, between he and Kobe White, that's the backcourt. DeMar makes it up with them, whatever. The point is, is Philly doesn't give up a ton of assists, especially not to the small forward position where they don't really give up much of anything, to be honest, Um, as they've had some pretty good D at that position so far between Tobias and then D'Anthony Melton comes in and either is guarding. He'll probably be the one guarding DeMar tomorrow, to be honest. And D'Anthony Melton's been an incredible uh, shutdown defender this season. So like for this one, I, I, the assist, like I said, plus 115. I, I like that. I'm getting the plus money for it. That's more than anything Uh that he's had. Uh, gone under this number in three of four against Philly uh, last year because they, they haven't played yet this season. Um, and he's, he only put up 8.3 potential assists per game in that time, right? So he's not getting that many chances. Granted, two of those, three of those games rather had Levine in there, which it's not like Levine was taking the assists away from DeMar. It was just, that's just, it's your turn, my turn ball. And it still is, by the way, your turn, my turn ball. Just They're moving the ball a bit better, I will say, with Kobe White in there. But Kobe White's getting the assists. Uh, much more than DeMar is. And the point guard position is one spot uh, on the floor that is much more vulnerable for Philly than is that small forward position. The other thing is like DeMar, mid-range king, we know that, and you really need to hit the mid-range against this Philly team because you're not coming down low. Uh, Embiid still is a top three defender in terms of uh, his opponent's field goal percentage right around the rim within five feet. It's going to be that way all season. It's not like I'm going to ever change saying that. If you come in against that massive, very nimble man, who somehow can move. Like I saw him block a shot from like seven feet away that I was like, there's no way you should be that quick. You're like 285 pounds. Right. So right. I'm going to continue to believe in the ability for the, for, for MB to stop everything coming to the rim. DeRozan's going to have much more success shooting from the mid range than he is continuing on to the basket where MB will be waiting for him. So I think uh, him to shoot and get some points is a lot more likely than the assist. essentially.
1: Yeah. I like it. I like it a lot. Um, I, I obviously have another pick from this game. Yeah, let's get um, to it. And so, yeah, I like Maxi here. Um, did I just take his points? Sorry. um I, oh, did you want I, thought I, I thought I took his points assists.
0: Oh, my bad. You did. You did. You did.
1: It's all good. Don't worry about it. Yeah, um, no, you're good. So, you're yeah. Good. I mean, I still like his points too, obviously, at over 23 and a half. I like the combo of the points assists here uh, cool. just because – Chicago is kind of soft on the assists. Uh, Maxi can do, you know, he's going to have a lot of the ball. I think he can push the pace on this Chicago team. I think that he'll be able to get breakout layups if he wants them. Uh, we all know how good he is with the ball and how good of a decision maker he has been. Um, look, I know he's been in a slump a little bit for the last three games, but his points assists, he's 17 out uh, of 24 for the season. Um Again, this game's in Philly, so he's got the home crowd behind him. Um, the Bulls, they're just – they're there. They they <laughs> hang around games that they have no business in, and they get blown out of games they have business hanging yeah. around in. So yeah. I, I don't necessarily know how this game's going to unfold, but I like Maxi at home. I like Faden Vooch. I like your read on DeMar DeRozan. Um, and I know Tobias Harris has even been – really hot uh on his overs yeah points and is somebody that looks at that should be looked at and, and i agree because you know i know patrick williams went off the other night but like yeah. he's been a complete du- i watched him play a yeah. game with zero points yeah. like uh so and, what and, did-
0: and defensively he's not like he's not going to be a world no. like he thought he should have been yeah
1: right so like this bulls team, whether or not they show up and they give effort on the defensive end, you know, I'm not sure about, um, but regardless, I like the position for Maxi. I like him at home. I like the points assist combo. Cause you do get a little extra breathing room just because like he might end up with 10, 12 assists mm-hmm. um, because Vooch is soft and you can get the ball to Embiid and you can go dominate the paint down there or, yeah. If they're doubling, you know, guys, maxi has got plenty in the tank to shoot over these Bulls defenders. Uh, again, if, like you were saying earlier, too, and if Caruso's out, I like this even more. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So, yeah, there's just a lot to like here. I think Maxi's a good position to attack it because you do have to go up a lot to take stuff on Embiid. Um, yeah. And I just don't like higher totals like that. And now I say that and in the same breath, I'm talking about a 29 and a half uh, for points and assists. But, you know, I very easily could see Maxi having close to 10 assists and he can make 10 buckets and he's good at the stripes. So if you put him at the line, that's kind of like giving up two two freebies because that's yeah. what free throws are. They're freebies. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. And, and I'm going to I'm. I'm I want to put that really strong caveat on it for myself by the way the quick thank you to the the, the graphics team for the quick work there to get Tyrese Maxi over 29 and a half points and assists I am the graphics team but anyway I, I like I like the uh the bet for Maxi if Crusoe's out I will say obviously if Crusoe's in it's a scarier bet because he's been so incredible defensively this season as he really is every season but um more importantly like the way to score against this team is to go inside uh, with Vooch with down there so maxi is still in the top five in terms of point guards percentage of his points coming from the painted area right he's getting to the rim he's an attacking guard he he really does open up the shot with the drive and if you can drive against this team then you're in a good spot for sure so i, I i'm i'm waiting to see what happens with caruso i don't mind hitting maxi now because of caruso is in there, or if he is ruled out, that could potentially go up officially. Um, If he's ruled in, it could potentially drop a bit, but I don't see it dropping much past like 23 and a half points for Maxi. So you're not going to lose too much value if you wait to find out uh, if Crusoe's in or not, but you will gain some if you bet it early. So that's that's sort of a a preference for the type of better that you are. I'm going to go to another game here finally and move us away and talk about this Memphis game here with Jaron Jackson Jr. taking on OKC so reasons i'll just start with reasons why this might be a little bit of a scary bet which is okc plays at a very fast pace at home 103 pace they play a lot of offense at home they give up more points because of how fast and and, um offensively they are playing when they're in their home building all of that said i get plus money to go under a jaron jackson jr point total one of my favorite fades in the league is Darren Jackson, Jr. your points. Cause it's not what he does. We, we all want him to be this superstar. We, we people want him to be this superstar. That is like a go get yourself 25 points. Every game kind of guy. You cannot be a go get yourself 25 points per game. If you're relying on catch and shoot so often. And yep. that's what this dude relies on more than anyone else on his team. Uh, and as much as any other power forward in the league, he relies on catch and shoot threes for such a large percentage of his points. He's also relying on getting to the foul line this season as much as he ever has. Uh, 23% of his points coming from the foul line right now, which is a lot. Uh, And OKC done a much better job of not fouling as of late, even though they still foul a shit ton. Uh, So like we really (laughs) need him to not get to the rim, which I think will be a little bit better because Chet Holmgren's defense has continued to improve. I'm very, very impressed by it. He still gives up a ton of rebounds. Um, But the fact that he just put up that impressive double-double against Jokic on Saturday night was absolutely freaking wild. Also cost me a clear winning bet that just he turned the shit in the fourth quarter, which was (laughs) wild to watch uh, (laughs) for them to come back and beat Denver in OT. Unbelievable game. More importantly, back to Triple J. They are limiting uh, power forwards to the fifth-fewest points per game uh, over the last two weeks, specifically with Jalen Williams much more healthy at this point. And they got Kenrich Williams back. So much depth at guarding the power forward position. Um, the only power forward to go over 24 points versus them in the last four, uh, 15 games that they played is Kevin Durant. I'm uh, um, 12 games, whatever. But very impressive stretch of, like, the other opposing power forward not getting 25 points other than the best scoring power forward, or right, runner, you yeah, know, Durant, right? Like that doesn't count, right? So, um, so yeah, it's it's pretty impressive. I also think Ch- Triple J is always liable to just get four fouls in the first two to three quarters. OKC is is scoring uh, the fourth most points in the paint. They're taking the fourth most shots from the paint, so there's plenty of opportunity to bump into him and get fouled, right? Uh, and that's why he's actually only averaged 27 minutes a game versus this team last season because he can't stay in the game uh and he averaged about 4.2 fouls as well so that's a part of why it's always great to take an under with triple j is like you don't even know how many minutes he's going to play the blocks and the rebounds and the assists at times will be there but the points uh, are harder to come by
1: yeah yeah i mean listen i i like jared i like triple j's game um Mm -hmm. Because if you got a guy who can, there's nothing wrong with a spot up shooter. And I really like how he has improved from the free throw line. Cause that was the biggest step up right. in his game, moving from college into the NBA and even going from a rookie into a sophomore in the NBA was, listen, they're called free throws because you're supposed to hit them. Like yeah. that's the thing. Like anything that that's the difference between pros and college players. That's the dude's the difference between being in the league and being out of the league. That said, he does need to stay home a little bit more and he needs to stop getting in foul trouble. He does like to defend, um, which is great. You love a guy that's going to give you heart and effort, but like just sometimes you got to know when you're beat, like there's no call for running out, To chase a dude off the three point line and his shot's already up and away, and you get a terrible follow through foul. Like that's just giving up points. And in the NBA, you can't do that.
0: Yep. 100%. Yeah. That's, and that's a thing. Like you said, that plus the like, it's the usage rate doesn't even really rise for him in any of these situations because he's still not necessarily getting his own shot consistently. And I just don't think he'll have the matchup as well in this game to really just like take over and dominate. So, Let's get to your uh, third and final bet. I know we're going to talk about this game a little bit too here, the, the Mavs and the uh, and the Nugs.
1: Yeah, okay. So this this is a little bit of a reach. I know Murray is still working his way back into basketball shape, and that's that's a real thing. Um, you know, minutes restriction, maybe not. Dep- you know, depends on what the coach feels like revealing to you. We all know he's coming back off an injury. It takes you probably – two, three weeks to play your way into NBA shape because, let's face it, running on the treadmill and going to the gym, it's not the same as playing a live sport. Um, it, I I think this line's too low. That's why I'm taking the over. I think it's in Denver, which is always a plus. You get the home team. Um, I think really that, you know, you're, you're playing – You're struggling to see the ball go through the hoop. And I know for a superstar like Murray, who's always going to have confidence in his shot, and he should because shooters shoot this, that, and the other. But, like, when you're having a tough time putting the ball through the hoop, you look – as a leader, you look to go fill the other parts of the stat sheet. And the other parts of his game that he's really good at is assisting, especially against the Mavericks, who play absolutely no defense and just want to play, you know, kind of like – Indy and other higher paced teams, they want to have a lot of possessions and they want to take a lot of shots and they want to play that higher paced basketball, which is good. But I think that's going to lead to a lot more opportunity for Murray on dimes, especially in transition, um, you know, especially on set plays. And you got Jokic. Um, I, I just think this is I think this line's a touch low. Um, I'm gonna pull it up right now. Sorry, I'm still stuck on the Chicago Philly game since we had so much action in that one. Um, it is just a very nice matchup, but uh yeah, I mean last time he played Dallas, he uh that's points and assists. He dropped 13 assists against him, and that was at the beginning of this year. Uh I can't remember if that was home or away, but yeah, I mean 13 assists. That's that's what I'm looking for out of Murray here. And When he's not injured slash coming off of injury this year, he he's he's pretty consistent with the six number. So, you know, he go this five. That's why I'm so enticed. I think this five and a half is a really nice number. I know you gotta lay some juice to do it. That's why we're doing talking about it tonight, and that's why we're gonna get this video out to you early, because I'm fairly sure this line's gonna close at six and a half. And that takes four overs away from him this season. So you go from a majority winning bet to a majority losing bet. Um, Now you probably will get a plus number on the over six and a half. And like I said, he had 13 against them. I'm just a little bit worried about his minutes, his conditioning, working your way back from injury. I think this is a really nice line here on Murray that right. sticks is such a key number for him and and I'm going to take it I'm going to take the yeah. over I'll take the I'll I'll roll the dice and I think minus 135 yes it is juiced but you know this might be one I play to return a unit on instead of playing the unit just mm. to get a little bit more return there
0: yeah Exactly. And I mean, e- honestly, man, even if you take a like a minus 150, because you know that that number is going to change, you're like, well, then I'll just be the fucking one to change it, I guess. Right. right. Because I'll go ahead and hit this, hit this over until you guys want to push this thing up to six and a half, which is where his number normally is. And that's that's a big part of it, man. I mean, I've been doing that a bit myself lately. If you want to add it to um, you, you want to take five plus and, and put that in a, uh, um, a a parlay, obviously same game parlay. That's another good moment in time to do it. I will say these bastards books they are also like key, privy to that and so like they won't even give you the the alt op- opportunities that you want right they give you very specific shit alt numbers because yep. you're like well i don't want that number i want what would i will i want the normal sort of uh pattern here of, of what we're talking about and you're not giving it to me because you're saying that over five and a half is minus 150 but when i go up if i want to take five plus it should just be then like minus 180, minus 190. You're telling me that's minus 250, then fuck off. Like Then I guess you don't want me to take that Oh, You only want me to be between a hard place and a rock, and then you'll eventually move it. I'll get off of that. I do want to, uh, before we go on, bring up uh, I, one of our, our other favorite bets, right? Yeah, just real move.
1: quick before ahead, we move on that too. I just want to let you guys know um, there there are times – When I'm like, yo, this line, I I like this line. It's soft. I'll buy it the night before. And then if it changes enough, I'll buy back. I don't Mm -hmm. see this. Like one assist isn't going to be a buyback spot. Yeah, right. Like if this moves to six and a half, even if the juice is minus 110, minus 110, that doesn't move the needle for me on a buyback spot for a middle of only getting six assists. Totally. Something I would do. Uh, if I'm trying to do something like that, it's going to be a points market because you're going to have with people ruled in, ruled out. Like then I'm waiting on injury news because I'm looking for like a three to four point swing there if right. I'm buying back because I want to buy I want to buy a, be- a better middle. A yep, one point assist room. middle doesn't do anything for me.
0: Yeah, you want more wiggle room there, right? Obviously, right, because
1: you then you're just, you're just losing money paying juice.
0: Totally. Yep. No, I'm with you. I'm with you on that, and, and that that's a good shout-out, especially for, for when you're sitting on the precipice of like a, a, a prop changing like this from five and a half to six. So let's briefly just talk about this. It's too many fucking points, rebounds, and assists. Against the Denver Nuggets, this is too motherfucking many. It just doesn't make any sense. I, I love Luka. There's very few people in the league that you go, oh, I don't know, 55 points, rebounds, and assists. I have to think about that for a second. And then you think about it for a second and you're like, come on, man, He he can't do this against Denver. This isn't some, some cupcake opportunity. And, and it's not a a playoff game that they have to have in a way that you're like, well, I'm not betting against Luca in game six against the nuggets. Like he could get 60 PRA and they still lose this game. So let me be, let me temper this, but like, this is too high because Kyrie is out that Kyrie being out doesn't automatically equate Luca having historic moments. Um, historic would be what it would take to do this in Denver where players just don't do this. You don't go over this in Denver, uh, for a reason. Their D rating is the same, whether they're at home or on the road, they're basically giving up like 109, 108 points, 110, whatever, whether they're on the road or not. It's their offense that's stalled out, and to be fair, against a much better offense, uh, their defense stalled out against the Thunder as well by the end there. But 118 points to an incredible offensive team like the Thunder in overtime—like, <laughs> I'll, oh, I would take that if I was uh, the Nuggets moving forward. Doncic, I don't expect to be doing that. They just shut down shy. I say shut down because he didn't get 30 points, and that's what this is going to take. Like, shut down for Luca means he doesn't get yep. 35 and a half points. Like, how is that a points prop? This is insane. So, I, I'm principle I have to take this under uh, 55 and a half. And I I think we're on the same page. Yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, listen, he also doesn't have a history of doing it against Denver, especially home or away. Um, You know, last five games, he's gone over once and it was by the hook, by 56. Um, So like, you know, listen, going back to earlier this season when they played, when Murray had the 13 assist game, he had 52 PRA. Um, you know, back in February of last year, he had 50 back in December of last year, he had 44 back in November of last year, he had 39 going, you gotta go back to 2002 for him to clear this number. And listen, Luca's very good and he has been backpacking this team recently and he has gone over this number the last three games in a row. None of those games were versus Denver. In Denver a team that actually gives a shit and plays defense and yeah. they weren't in Denver in the altitude where, like, listen, I know these guys are professional athletes and blah 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 blah. It still takes a toll on you when you travel to Denver and you gotta play mile high. And you're not staying there for a prolonged period of time like you are in a playoff series. Because, yep. like, in a playoff series, it changes. They definitely yep. have an advantage early. But if you got to play them three games in a row in Denver, you, have, you get your win back staying at that altitude, right. you know. Um, yep. Whereas when you're in and out in a day, in a game, in the middle of December, that's not a playoff. It's not an in-season yep. tournament. That There's... No need for Luca to kill himself to backpack this team to victory. Yeah. Like I'd love this underspot here because that number is absurd. It's like absurd. there's three or four guys in the league that get numbers like this, and it's Luca it. and it's uh it's it's Jokic, who's also been trending under on his PRA. It's yep. uh Embiid in and... and Giannis. Yeah, and Giannis, that's and that's it. Like that's those it. are the only guys that you take one look at their PRA, and you're like, it's over fifty. This is a joke. This is
0: a joke. They're not even going to give that out. They would never give out another PRA for for anybody else. Um, Halliburton starts is starting to climb, but he's not going to get the double digit. Board but that's
1: because he gets twenty because he's liable right. for twenty assists a right. game. Right. Like right. that's right. the thing. It's like, yes, I know Luca can put on his superhero cape and maybe go like. I, he could shoot out of his mind, go eight for ten from three. Yeah, I still don't think he's gonna fill the stat totally. sheet enough to overcome. Yeah, because you know, if he's red hot shooting, that means he's not, he's passing. not passing. Like yeah, he, the, not... the then he's a black hole that the ball never comes and, out. And of.
0: Denver, and Denver's another good team, rebounding team, right? They they're not just relying on like oh, two dudes who just gather all the boards. It's like no, every like Michael Porter Jr., Aaron Gordon, and yeah. even Jamal Murray. KCP's not going to be in. So that is something there because you'll probably see a little bit more. But if you see Christian Braun, you'll be all right. If you see some Reggie Jackson in there alongside Murray, probably still be all right. But um, hopefully not too much Reggie Jackson so that we can still get the uh, the Murray assist. But yep, let me cool. uh, let me close things out with an over on Boyan Bogdanovich because uh, and I always mess this up. So let me it is Boyan. I always call his brother Boyan and him Bogdan. Uh, I think it's because he's like rounder. So he looks like a Bogdan to me. Anyway, Boyan, though, is going to go over 20 and a half. And I actually started this bet, dude, because I was so ready to bet on my boy, my favorite off Thompson. Thompson, uh, one of my favorite rookies, if not my favorite rook. I also love Keontae George, but I can't do it because I don't know when fuck Monty Williams is going to play him. Dude, it's so annoying. How does like, he
1: still have a job?
0: I don't know, man. I because he's the highest paid coach in the league now. Dude. He didn't even and want like, the
1: job to begin with. Oh, like, that's why that's they had to the pay him so much money. you're out up here in Michigan. Unbelievable.
0: unbelievable. Yeah, you're you're up there in the thick of all this in Michigan, so you know what the fuck is going on over there, which is wild, dude. Because I don't know what Monty Williams is doing with these rotations, but I I mean it's it's kind of a Steve Kerr thing, to be honest. What which is what it is is let me just play my vets to keep my other vets happy. And so you don't, first of all, you don't have any vets. <laughs> like this is your vet. And like, right. you're just going to like, I don't Maybe you're helping. Maybe there's a promise between Monty and Boyan that he's going to help him audition for his next team, because that's all that Boyan is doing right now is like, yo, who would like 16 points a game and like a sturdy dude who doesn't turn the ball over and can get rebounds. Right. Yep. Um, uh, nine different teams I could name off the top of my head want that. Right. So, so like that might be it, but, his minutes have just destroyed Oscar Thompson. And so yep. I'm using all that to be like, that's why I moved I pivoted to bogey. Because when I have a good matchup for a like a small to power forward who's athletic or a scorer against the Atlanta Hawks, I'm taking it. Like just whoever, and, and yep. usually it's the guy who gets out in transition that I want against the Hawks. Like, let's call it the second worst transition defense in the league, at least. Uh, they're giving up the most, the second most points per possession, points per game in transition because they don't get back. And really, they don't play D at all. Um, I wish there was a D in their name so I could do the thing I like to do where I call like the Dallas Mavericks the Alice Mavericks because they ain't got no D. But <laughs> anyway, the Hogs don't have a D already. So like either way, I can't take Ossar because I don't know if he's gonna play because but when Boyan came back, he started taking the entirety of those minutes up to 34 a game in the last six, and that's what's just plummeted Osar's ability to get over his props and why he hasn't gone over the 18 18 and a half points and rebounds. There was a point in the season where I was like, man, if he ever goes That's through automatic, stretch, I can't wait to take that. If like if he goes through a cold stretch and they drop this, I can't wait, but it's not a cold stretch. It's a no minute stretch, right. And I don't understand what you're doing in Detroit. If you're not winning games, then why aren't you And you're not
1: developing your job? young players, then what, what the hell think? are you doing?
0: Does that all mean though that he's gonna get twenty and a half po- at least twenty one points in this one
1: though? Oh my God, that totally means that he's gonna get all
0: points. right. Yeah, you know,
1: listen, <laughs> we were talking we were talking pre-show and like i, I don't want to sidetrack the show but like i was watching that baylor michigan state game and i tweeted and i talked to josh and i'm like dude first of all they played at little caesar's arena and they packed the building and they oh. absolutely destroyed baylor by 30 points i go this is this is michigan state's building now you get nobody comes to Pistons games you go play your ass in Lansing because
0: you know walks up is that
1: basketball Williams. and now they're just hooping in Detroit
0: yep is yeah is, iso is walks up to Monty Williams and he's like I'm the captain now essentially <laughs> this is my building that's what he should be doing it's sad to watch man and, and like I wanted to figure out a way to take an under in this game because I mean as we know I love unders and I took two in the first picks three really with Luca together but but with boy, but but this game, like I can't take it under in a game that's right. probably gonna have. To, I mean, the Hawks are gonna score a buck thirty. Like, yeah. what are the Pistons gonna score? Because the Hawks ain't playing D either. So, right. Um. Yeah. I, I got. I couldn't. In all good. Kind, I wanted. I started to lean under for Asar, but I can't. I just. It's the minutes. I just don't know which of those dudes are gonna play minutes. I know Kate is gonna play, and I know Boyan's gonna play, and I'm just gonna bank on that. Yeah. So, all right. Let's run through it real quick. Um. For these best bets we're going vooch under 10 and a half boards we're going DeRozan under five and a half assists Tyrese Maxi over 23 and a half points triple Which, J-, uh, J-, J oh I'm sorry you're right Maxi, yeah yeah
1: graphics yeah no worries uh that's 29 and a half uh pa
0: thank you I that if you're listening then you won't get messed up by my incorrect graphic if you're watching <laughs> on YouTube know that that's 29 and a half points and assists Combined for Maxi, which I agree with because you are hedging against Caruso coming in and limiting the points a bit more. But the assists are still going to be there, especially if you just dump it to Embiid. That's a guaranteed assist. So yep. Triple J under 24 and a half points. One of our favorite players. I didn't know you had the same love for him, but I got to go under on the points when it gets too high for this dude because yep. he's just not a ball dominating scorer like that. So Jamal Murray over five and a half assists. Still pretty good. Uh, Still pretty bad juice on that because it might turn to six and a half. If it does turn to six and a half, by the way, would you play that over if it's like plus 108-ish on FanDuel or some shit like
1: that? I'd need plus 110 or plus 115. Like I said, you know, limited data on him uh, this season especially, but he has landed on that number. He's landed on exactly six, four times, and that's why okay. I want to get in now and take the five and a half, and I'm willing to pay the juice to do it. Cool.
0: Yeah. No, I, It's good to be clear about that, though, and I, I agree with you. I didn't put uh, Luca on here because we kind of made a, a last-minute decision together as we were looking at that that um, Dallas game against Denver, and we were just like, come on, man, this is crazy. <laughs> so under 55 and a half PRA for Luka Doncic, Huka Doncic. And finally, I am going over 20 and a half points for Bojan Bogdanovic. Jesus, easy for me to say. Um, In a game against his bro, by the way, he's gone over in his last three as a member of the Pistons against the Hawks because he's the older brother in that relationship. Love it. Not let your younger brother outscore you, right?
1: I love I love a good narrative. I love yes. a good ma- grudge match. You give me a revenge game too, like playing against your old team. I'm like, dude, he, instantly, instantly, yes. I'm yes. taking that. Love um, that. I,
0: I considered that for um, Jay Randall in his game against the Lakers. So that's another one to watch out for because I think he's down to 22 and a half points that you can get him at, and I think that's way too low in a game against the Lake Show, where we don't even know if AD is going to be playing, which is a big part of that. So yeah, that's a revenge narrative though that I always keep a track of is like which. Which of these dudes like Brandon Ingram and Julius Randle and all the other Lakers players that were really good at one point that they
1: gave up for some
0: reason? Yeah, that the Lakers
1: sold for
0: the Lakers and they can. Exactly, yep. Uh, did you, did you have anything else I didn't want uh, before we run out of here? Did you have something else you wanted to throw at us or? Are you-
1: yeah. Um, for anybody who needs a little taste early afternoon, tomorrow, 3 PM Eastern, my time, uh, you know, noon on the West coast. I got a hot one for you over in Spain. La Liga Girona plays what is one of the worst teams in La Liga in Alavez. Um, and you're getting a really good number on Girona's top of the table. I mean, Madrid won today, so they they need all three points here to keep it going. And I think they're going to get it. We're going to take Girona minus one on the Asian handicap. Love uh, it. It's really important to know because the FanDuel spread of minus one is not the Asian handicap. Right. That's basically minus one and a half which means they have to win by two minus one on the Asian handicap for Girona means if they win by only one, it's a push, you get your money back. Last I checked, it was sitting around minus 112, minus 115, depending on where you get it. It's a really good number. They just beat Barcelona 4-2 in Barcelona. They're riding high. They aren't playing midweek football uh, because they didn't make European football. They're well-rested. They're owned by the same group who owns Man City. They know what they're doing. They're putting together a hell of a team out there in Girona like I said they're top of La Liga they're playing great ball so it'll be a fun watch too because I do expect them to get three or four goals against Alves who's just absolutely terrible um so yeah you'll if you like soccer you'll very much enjoy that watch and you get a little early afternoon action tomorrow
0: dude I appreciate you as always Uh, this was mad fun. I I will just like tease and foreshadow that like Oaks is going to be doing some college basketball stuff. Like we're going to get a little bit more diversity on the land, your bet stuff here with Burr Oaks 77. So continue to follow along. Uh, make sure you got that soccer bet in there from Oaks as well so that, you know, we got a little bonus bet in there for you Want to
1: know on the show on soccer bets.
0: That's right. Plus money, baby. So we will keep coming back to you for it. And until we do see y'all next happy betting.